0: This is a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs> Mike, do you appreciate how clean the table is right now? I don't like it. I'd like to hear you say something about it. It's different.
1: Welcome back to fields
0: <laughs> Don't do that. That's All not right. nice. To who? To anyone that wants Clover Fields. <laughs>
1: so basically, the last shot of the new movie is crazy.
0: So, okay, <laughs> let's talk about. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> what if I ever feel. Let's got, go backwards. What if I got the recording
1: of you dying? Put it in the collection.
0: Um, I have one of Owen somewhere.
1: Yeah, it's in somewhere in the ether. Somebody has it. Hopefully, when we transferred over from Spreaker to Art Nineteen, we lost the audio of <laughs> Owen. <dying>. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway, um, welcome back, guys. Welcome to <laughs> Dynamic Banter. I mean, a lot of you are probably thinking, like, "Hey, wait, now it's not Friday." <laughs> It's not Friday, you fucking weirdos. You dumb pieces of shit. You big fucks. You fucking old fucks.
1: (laughs) And then in the last scene. (laughs) The clouds.
0: So, guys, the reason why we're doing this is because last night... Tonight.
1: T- last night. Yeah, when this goes up. When this goes up. It so just happened. I
0: just didn't want to confuse anybody. Mm. Last night, we were treated to a wonderful surprise, the new Cloverfield movie, uh, The Cloverfield Paradox,
1: which came out of fucking nowhere,
0: man. There was... That didn't leak
1: at all. We're here watching the super... Football match, the Super Bowl, the best game versus the birds and the, the and the Americans. What if the Super Bowl on
0: another dimension was called the biggest bowl, <laughs>
1: the biggest, <laughs> the great bowl, the giant game? <laughs> so we're sitting there watching that. All of a sudden, there's a trailer. For Clover, you texted me and you were like, "There might be a trailer for." Dude, the Clover because
0: family. yeah, I, because uh, oh, I, because um, I, um, I. <laughs> this is Ben. I was I was out, and someone I can't remember how I originally got this information. Maybe it was a tweet, but it was way earlier in the day, and someone said, "There's a rumor." Uh uh-huh. That Cloverfield is gonna come out. On Netflix, right after the football game, <laughs> <laughs> the grand game. Now the b- <laughs> the Grand Bowl, <laughs> the massive bowl, the Hank's Bowl. So let me see when I tr- let me see when I texted you this. Okay, so this was at three o'clock in the afternoon. I said, "Holy shit!" To Mike Falzone. In fact, here I'll have the phone read it so you guys can hear it. Did <laughs> that happen?
2: Holy shit, rumor is Cloverfield 3 will be on Netflix tonight. <laughs> and Mike said. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said. You're coming inside me right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I said. What
1: did you know? What <laughs> did
2: Turn off. And I said... Big rumor.
1: Wait, hold
0: on. <laughs> hold on, I did... I messed up. How Is it reading all of your text messages? <laughs> okay, here we go. This is what I said after Mike said, You're, you're coming inside <laughs> me right now.
2: Yeah, that's the big rumor. That yep. there will be a trailer during Super Bowl and announce it will be on Netflix right after the
0: game.
1: And then Mike said... This is what the podcast is.
2: Don't come inside me, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) And then I said, I can't help it, Mike. (laughs) And right after that, I said, it's too good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This has been
2: history road. And
0: then I said,
2: dude, if it is up tonight, we should watch it. (laughs) (laughs) And then Mike said, (laughs) we'd have to. And then he said What if we didn't
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> And then I said
2: LOL
0: <laughs> Well thanks for listening guys That's it for this episode We'll catch you Friday On Dynamic <laughs> Dude we need to do a segment Where we do each other's texts like that Oh my god How do you do that You All you do is you hold uh-huh. <laughs> This is what you do oh You just hold god. down the text you want to read And uh-huh. then there's an option to speak Like at one point I said this to Mike
2: OMFG oh, did you see the trailer <laughs> And then Mike said you. <laughs> Wait a minute
1: You remember when I said that? And then I said.
2: Holy shit.
1: Oh, God. Oh, God. (coughs) I had no idea that opens up a different a new world. Dude, we should just have a
0: segment where we do a whole
1: the podcast.
0: The whole podcast should
1: be just
0: this is a text conversation I had with Mike.
1: Oh, my goodness. What a night it's been. You know,
0: it's been a night of stars, from the Super Game
1: to the movie, and back you know, again.
0: And I thought Justin Timberlake was going to be the the most out out of uh, far out of <laughs> s- it, outer space. It. Yeah, uh, yeah. S- yes. <laughs>
1: and I thought the most stellar performance of the night came from Justin Timberlake. There it is. <laughs> uh, so Turns guys. out, in the last scene. um, <laughs>
0: Okay, so Mike and I just finished watching The Cloverfield Paradox, and for those of you that have not seen it, and also, for those of you that are like, what the fuck is happening right now? Why is there a dynamic banter up on Monday? Unsubscribe. Um. Well, it's seven minutes and 46 seconds into the podcast, so I might as well explain myself. <laughs> Um so as you know or some of you might not the uh, Clover Fields was a podcast Mike and I did before Dynamic Banter it actually Dynamic Banter is a spin-off from the Clover Fields podcast it sure and is. so we've just been doing a segment on our Dynamic Banter podcast called Clover Fields whenever there's new Cloverfield news and so that's what you're listening to right now except what you're listening to right now <laughs> is a special Cloverfield only episode of Dynamic Banter that we're releasing today, Monday. And guess what? You're still going to get an episode on Friday. Don't
1: ask us any questions. <laughs> Unless of course you have questions, we'll be happy to. <laughs> so
0: anyway, um, okay. So that's the first part of uh, part of business out of the way. The second part uh-huh. of business is the Cloverfield Paradox <sighs> is the third movie in the Cloverfield anthology series, and it uh, debuted on Netflix last night. Mm-hmm. And Mike and I are huge Cloverfield fans, yeah. and it's it shocked basically every nerd that the new Cloverfield movie was coming out on Netflix, even though we thought it was coming to theaters in April. So it was a super cool treat, surprise. So Mike and I watched the movie, and now we're going to talk about it. So if you haven't seen it, by all means, please do so before you listen to the rest of this. And, side note, if you don't give a shit about the movie, keep listening. It's probably going to be pretty good. You'll still probably enjoy where we go with this, yes. It's about
1: 50-50 from here.
0: So Mike... We we literally just got done watching it. Uh-huh. We 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 went from the couch
1: to the table. To the
0: table and back again. But in between that there was definitely a discussion on whether or not we should actually do this right now. That discussion was real low energy. We sat on the couch together, close. As usual.
1: Respectful though,
0: cuz Mike's too a married close. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And it's hot in here. You got to leave room for the holy smokes. <laughs> Bringing up a lot of good points. <coughs> we had a gentleman's
0: length. There was a gentleman's length between Mike and I, <laughs> a respectful gentleman's length. And um, we as soon as the movie ended, we looked at each other and we were like, "Well, what? Now? I guess we, I guess we kind of have to do a podcast, yeah, because they're gonna want it. They're gonna want to know what we thought of the movie and our masses." <clears throat> Everybody on Twitter wants to know what Mike and Steve <laughs> thought of the new Cloverfield movie. <laughs> it's the only reason they follow us. Um, and so after about a three to four minute argument where one of us was more mad than the other, <laughs> we decided to have a seat and just record it. So that's what we're doing right now.
1: Yeah. The end. This has been. So... Um. Mike, where do we even begin, man? I don't know because I'm not the type of person who could see something and immediately mm, understand yeah. it. Yeah,
0: I you know there's a lot of people like that. And it's fine. Like I get it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's me.
0: Some people need a time to percolate.
1: <laughs> I could tell you what was in the last scene of the movie. Could you describe it?
0: <laughs> could you describe the scene?
1: Well, we shouldn't do that yet. No, no, no. Right? We shouldn't do that yet. So the first movie is like a found footage movie, right? About because a monster somebody, attack, right? Picked up a video camera and filmed the events of a monster attack. Second movie was shot like a, a regular type of a film, but it was in a bunker, right? During Correct. What uh, <clears throat> y- um, you could deduce to be an alien invasion, Correct. starring Roseanne. <laughs> Starring Roseanne Goodman, Roseanne, Rosanna Dana. <laughs> so, and now this movie, Roseanne Bancroft, <laughs> Roseanne, Rosanna Bancroft. So this movie,
0: Roseanne, didn't <laughs> hand it to my Roseanne, did to my friend
1: here. <laughs> First rule of improv is Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! There are at least three people who think this is... Mike, what happened at the very Roseanne of this movie?
0: (laughs) God bless you. And God bless Newman's own organics who make an organic ginger mint that you can buy at Whole Foods. (laughs)
1: What have you? This heard... movie takes place in space. <laughs> what if you heard? The horns, <laughs> like minutes after
0: I did, I did that.
1: <laughs> I would think that we were in an alternate
0: dimension. All right, we're a little loopy because it's late and it's been a long day. And um, it's ten fifty one. It's ten fifty one, and uh, you know we're excited. We just got done watching a new Cloverfield movie, so let's talk a little bit about the movie itself. Please. Julius Ona directed the movie, <clears throat> and um. He's only produced stuff. This is his first directorial debut. Ooh, actually I am completely wrong about that. Well, he's let's directed start over. a bunch of shorts. <coughs> um, so this is his first feature film. Okay. So that's really really cool. Yeah. Um, and it stars a great cast.
1: Our Goo the guy from Bridesmaids,
0: <clears throat> and our Goo and Daniel
1: Brühl who who is the main lady? Gugu. That was Gugu. That's Gugu. She was great. She's so good. She reminds me of somebody else. She's in the episode
0: of Black Mirror called Sand Junipero, which is a very popular episode. Are they just going to pluck everyone out of that show? Oh, I th- I hope so. They're all great. And a lot of them have done stuff already, too. Sure. but um, And also Chris O'Dowd, who we love very much. He's a very funny Irishman. From the IT crowd and other such projects. He's yeah, really? a very funny gentleman, but in this movie
1: Gave him a bunch of lines. L- gave him a lot of lines. And they said, you know what? Say all of them. <clears throat> okay, well let's let's <coughs> This movie okay, so let's just you know what? Let's talk about the elephant in the room. This this it. movie was like a horror. Yeah. Sci fi. Yeah, yeah. It was like a um event horizon type feel.
0: But also felt a little bit like the first one in the sense that it's scary. There's some intense moments, and then Audience there's some violent. Never knows what's going on. Yeah, and then there's like some scary moments. Yeah, and kind of gory and and shocking moments, like in sure. the first Cloverfield when um, what's her name explodes? Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie McGuire.
1: <laughs> Lizzie Bennett. Lizzie
0: Bennett Diaries. Um, but yeah, dude. This so this is it's tonally a bit different. It's totally from, different from any of the other Cloverfield movies, I'd uh-huh. say. Yeah, maybe it's a little similar in tone to Cloverfield Lane. It's kind of like you don't know what's
1: going on, but you know that something is bad. Yeah. And and the audience never... I feel like we never know what's what's going on. Right. What's around the bend.
0: I mean, it really is. It's. I mean, <laughs> we went into this movie completely blind. You know, we saw like a 30 second or like maybe minute long trailer.
1: Yeah, I didn't pay attention to it.
0: Um, the, all we really w- were promised in the beginning of the... of And when we saw this trailer, which is the only bit of information we've had other than the synopsis of this movie that um, potentially... Arguably, was a different movie before it became a Cloverfield movie. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> but we knew it had something to do with a particle accelerator, and uh, we thought it was going to be called the God Particle. Uh-huh. And um, so that all that stuff kind of lined up. Excuse me. What? Would you put your mouth up to the mic? The next time you're going to be a little, make a little sound. It almost sounded like Mortimer. It did Mortimer. almost sound like Mortimer. Um, so, uh, excuse me. Um,
1: wow, I forgot what I was saying. Um, no, you were just giving a synopsis of the movie. So they're on the space station?
0: Yeah. So the movie, I mean, I, so <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. Uh huh. I felt As like it's definitely maybe my least favorite of the three of them. Sure. Um, but I enjoy. I thought the story was really cool. I loved the alternate dimension stuff. Yeah, man. Oh, what I was so going to say was is that the trailer alluded to the original Cloverfield movie and the uh-huh. Cloverfield monster. Yeah. And it said, this happened in 2018, monsters, monster attack New York, the events of Cloverfield. Now find out why that happened. Uh-huh. So that's what we got. That's the tease we got. It said
1: happened in 2018 or 2000. Or I'm sorry, whatever. You know what I mean. 2008. Right. I'm tired, baby. Right. <laughs> I didn't mean to correct you. Well, I'm scared and I'm tired.
0: <laughs> well, you can't um, go to sleep scared. I man. won't go to sleep scared. Nightmares. Um, so, yeah, we, we were <laughs> promised a, a a connection to the original Cloverfield, so we maybe we were thinking, holy shit, this is a prequel. Yeah. And we don't know what to expect. Um. So, you know, if you saw the movie, there's no... I mean, I don't know. I don't really want to go through the plot of the movie. I mean... I I can quickly summarize.
1: It's a Can you even remember all the things that happened? Yeah,
0: it's so like just just as quick as I possibly can. Go. We we it starts with this woman who was working on a power source, a type of energy source mm-hmm. that could help the world and require no energy uh, or like have solve a problem to the energy crisis. Right. And she ends up screwing something up really bad and then it causes the whole world to be in a state of danger as far as
1: power is concerned. Mm -hmm. We're about to lose power everywhere. We got about five years left of of natural energy sources.
0: Right. And so there's a a mission with the Higgs boson particle accelerator that they go into space, activate the accelerator, and they could find an alternate energy source that could save the planet, save the world, save humanity. We have unlimited power. Right. It would solve... Most of the problems on the planet. Sure. Um, and Racism. but it had to be the Higgs boson needed to be activated in space because they weren't sure what was going to happen. It's a dangerous thing. Yeah. So they go up into space, they activate it, and something terrible happens. The Earth is missing. Where'd it go? Where the Earth go? uh Oh, where's Earth? There's at least a full scene where they wonder where Earth went. <laughs> Marco, and then you wait for the Earth to answer.
1: And there's no Polo to be found Zero. in Earth.
0: In space, in space no, no one, one can, can, hear can hear you, Polo. You polo.
1: <laughs> And I thought Justin Timberlake was the most stylish.
0: Speaking of, I thought Justin Timberlake's polo shirt was the most stylish. Roseanne. Roseanne Dana. <laughs> anyway, so the earth is missing. The crew's like, where the hell is the earth? They come to realize... They have actually teleported to a different dimension. Uh-huh. They brought us into their dimension.
1: <laughs> where there just happens to be a young lady in the wall.
0: There's a young woman in the wall screaming, screaming. for her life. Not having a great
1: time in the no, wall.
0: No, because she's also appeared into
1: wires and poles Yeah, she spawned, and sticking through her body. It's like if you play Call of Duty and they spawn you, and but you're in a glitch. You're like in the in the uh, in the outskirts, and maybe you're stuck in a bush or something like that. Picture that uh, lady in a in a wall, s- screaming, having a bad time.
0: Um, picture screaming is what we're asking you to do. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, so that's what happens, and then the crew slowly realizes that they are in a different dimension because the woman they found in the wall is actually from. The same mission they were on, but...
1: A different dimension A different
0: dimension version, a different dimensional version of that mission. And she is a different crew member, and and nobody recognizes her, but she recognizes everybody else. And then all this shit starts to go wrong, and then we see... We kind of intercut between what's happening on the space station and what's happening down on Earth. Neither of them good. And on Earth, there seems to be a war, some sort of attack... Maybe it's nuclear, no one's really sure, but Mm. there's a lot of explosions, power going out, it's terrifying. Um, But then we come to find out that it's actually the Cloverfield monster invasion.
1: Sure is. Happening on Earth during the events of this film. And uh, Yeah, this podcast is hard because I want to say things, but um, I don't want to jump all over the place. But I don't think there's any way around that really go ahead mike um well, i don't know where to go next so what happens well is... we could
0: talk about the very end <laughs> i mean we've we kind of ran through the synopses
1: well the the you know there's a certain uh set of events that have to happen in order for all the characters to kind of get what they want out of the space station <clears throat> and two of the characters are trying to escape and then one of them goes back i didn't really understand that part I'm gonna have to watch it again, but as uh, the main character, Gugu, needs to get back to Earth because she, um, she wants to save her family. And even though, wait a minute, are they in? So okay, Sam I'm getting off. Yeah, back? okay.
0: So all right. So if we're getting that deep into the plot here, so we can understand everything, say? I would rather well, I was just the gonna easy do. Thing. Well, I was gonna do the easy thing, but but you're right. Maybe there's a bit of confusion, so we should talk about it. I just wanted to maybe say some that listeners were are confused to as Earth.
1: well. So I wanted to get. To
0: well, that. yeah, let's figure let's figure this out together because okay. we did just watch it, and so maybe and I need to spill it out of my brain too because maybe it doesn't make sense to me either. Sure. But from what I could gather from the film, this one viewing of the film, uh-huh. the Earth that the woman in the wall came from, yeah, Which is, is my favorite Michelle Pfeiffer <laughs> movie. That dimensional <laughs> Earth, that version of Earth. Our main character did not go on the mission. No. But she's friends with the woman who did go on the mission, who ended up in the wall. Uh Uh-huh. And so Gugu, on that earth, has her family still. Yeah. Two kids and husband. Now, in her, in Gugu's original timeline, Uh which is the timeline we start the movie in. She accidentally killed her family. She killed two people in her family.
1: Because she was trying to hoard power for her family, then her house caught on fire. Right. She's responsible for killing her children, her own children. Right. Accidentally.
0: And so she finds out that on this earth- There is a version of her family that is still alive. Right. And so she suspects that if they're still alive, it means that she hasn't yet tried to hoard power for her family- Uh And the accident hasn't occurred yet. Yeah. So she gets it in her head that she needs to <laughs> tell that family, that version of her family. Different her. Different her to not hoard the power, to not accidentally kill her family. Right. What ends up happening is, is that she realizes that that's not her earth. She shouldn't go down there. She shouldn't disrupt shit. It's just going to make things hard for her. She misses her family. It's mm-hmm. very terrible. And so this other, this woman who comes from that earth, wall lady, wall woman, wall lee, wall <laughs> lee, she.
1: <laughs> you lull them into a sense of comfort
0: <laughs> then you confuse them you make just, them think something's wrong with their audio system you just just take off then you just a bring second. a good old jig back in <laughs> And you think about it, and it excites excites you. And if you're tired, it'll bring you back up. (laughs) All right. If you start to to zone out... Uh. (laughs) It's just a reminder that, excuse me, can you please be respectful? (laughs) We're doing a podcast here. In your car. So anyway, the woman didn't want her... Oh, man, this part's confusing. It is. Because the space station in Wall Woman's universe has been
1: destroyed. Uh huh. Right? By this point in the movie, we won't um, recount everything that happens, but the only two people are alive are Wall Woman and Gugu. And Gugu. Which is not her name. Ava is her name in the movie, is it not? Yeah, I believe you're right. Uh,. So why is she gets in the escape pod she's plummeting back down to earth? Why does that happen? If her whole thing was because they fire the thing off again and then the earth is there. You know what I'm saying? They fire the thing off again. Earth appears. So we're supposed to believe that they're back where they came from. Right. They just the reverse. You're talking the about the end of the movie. Yeah. And then Wall Woman at some point is like, just so you know what you're doing, you may be trying to escape my dimension, but, but that's you're dragging me into your, your dimension, dimension, and you need to be aware of that.
0: And so they're like, okay, well then we'll send you on in an escape pod back to your Earth.
1: Is that what happened?
0: Yeah, and so she says, okay, and that's the plan, but then... She, when she realizes that they, that they need to reactivate the particle accelerator, uh-huh. she feels like that will have a detrimental reaction on her Earth.
1: She okay. They so for she sure wants to stop that. They from for happening. sure don't go back to the. When they jump, when they quantum leap the first time, yes, they get a transmission from Earth. And correct me if I'm wrong, but the whole place is like war torn. Yes. The Russians are invading yes. over here. The Germans are ready to declare war. All that shit is happening on Earth in, we'll call it Dimension 2. Wall Girls Dimension. Wall League. Wall Girls Dimension. <laughs> dimension 2 is fine. Um, and then what happens is, after there's all that turmoil on the ship, they they uh, recharge and refire the particle acce- accelerator. And they find Earth again, real big, in the window. So that's when we believe they go back to the first one. Right. But on the first one, they've been up in this space station for two, three months. Yes. And since then, there has been an alien invasion on Earth. Yes. Because when she thinks she's... Because Gugu is plummeting to the Earth... At the end of the movie. ...thinking that she's going back to the original Earth. Because in that version of Earth, her family's not alive. Because her husband is taking care of the girl that he saved from the alien invasion. The little blonde girl. Oh,
0: so you're saying we're seeing a dimension. You're saying that the guy. Well, no, that doesn't make sense. Because in the beginning of the movie, Gugu is in a car with her husband. Yep. And he says, you got to do this mission. It could save us. Yeah, but that's months ago. Right, and then she goes to the space station. And then the aliens come. Oh, so you're saying when they that-
1: ripped, When they ripped the hole in the Ooyah, that's when the aliens come, and when they go back, they got residual Ooyahs because the aliens have been there the whole time. But it can't be Dimension 2 because if it were Dimension 2- Her family would still be her alive. Her family would be there.
0: So you think that they re- they do return to original Dimension 1? Or but by a the time one. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe, maybe the whole time when we are seeing the husband, we're seeing a different dimension
1: husband. A different dimensional we're husband. Going,
0: maybe it's a third dimension. Could be. But more than likely, we're still seeing the same dimension.
1: Is it more than likely? That's what I'm saying. It's
0: definitely more than likely that it is still the same dimension. Okay. And she returns to her dimension... But by the time she gets there, but by the time she's back, the alien invasion has already occurred. Yeah. Or at least the, or potentially whatever the Cloverfield monster is, whether it's from Earth originally and was awoken by a satellite, uh-huh. or whether it's an alien, we still aren't sure.
1: So here's where it gets fun, where we start to connect the dots between this movie and the first movie. First thing we see from the first and movie. And what was the first movie called? So, I could look it
0: up on IMDb because I'm unfamiliar with that one. Just look up Clover.
1: In the first one, there's a satellite that falls to Earth. Yes, at the end. Wakes up a monster. Yes. Maybe. Maybe. Could be the monster entering
0: Earth. Could be. But it's more, I think JJ even confirmed that it was in the ocean and they woke it up.
1: So, it was a satellite. It was a satellite that potentially woke Clovey, yeah. So in this movie, the one we just watched, we'll call it Cloverfield Paradox. Interesting. Interesting. Monster, right? That we see a satellite break up and we yes. see particles fall into space. Yes. I'm thinking that one of those is those. Okay. One of one of the particles that we see blow up in this movie falls into the ocean uh in Long Island or New York. Can't say for sure. Can't say for, but for sure. But you did say that's a Tagurado satellite. There was a Tagurado logo inside the ship. Yep. And we also know that the Tagurado satellite is the one that fell into the ocean. Potentially. But wasn't it called like chimpanzee or some shit? Yeah. You know? And this one was called the Shepherd. Yes. So never mind. So that's out. Uh here's a fun connection. Here's the only connection that my tired loopy uh uh anti-sponge brain has picked up so far. There was uh we've been told since the first one came out from JJ J. Abrams that the Clover Clovey, the monster that we saw in the first one, was just a baby. L-E-B-B. A Lee Lee baby, despite it being forty stories tall or right. whatever. He was scared and looking for his parents. And at the end of this movie, after the escape pod has fallen down to Earth, uh, I mean, spoiler alert, but it's probably the coolest shot I've ever seen in a movie. We kind of just see uh, the escape pod falling through the clouds in the atmosphere of the Earth, and then it's kind of static on the atmosphere for a little while. And then this gigantic, demonic version of, of the Cloverfield monster a, pops a out into version. the stratosphere. Yeah, so we can kind of assume that that is the mama papa. Ooh, and also, remember when the guy finds the little girl? Yes,
0: there's like a Cloverfield monster.
1: Yeah, it's kind of well. You see, uh, kind of through like fog smoke, and and, smoke and fog, you see something moving like the Cloverfield monster did. But like, but bigger, I guess. Is it? Would it have been? I don't know. Where are
0: they? That's the thing I can't figure out. Because if they're in a different part of the world, mm-hmm. then that means that there were multiple Cloverfield monsters that awoke at the same time, potentially. But here's
1: another question. Well, here's what we know about what year is it taking place in? It's like the future. It's kind of the future. Because right? there's different, there seems, fuck man. Yeah. Because you can't really tell what kind of technology they were using in the first Cloverfield movie. But you knew it was 2008 because it was like New Year's It was Eve. 2008 in Cloverfield, yeah. So that's why it could but, be a, a completely different dimension, I guess. <sighs> so this particle accelerator is ripping open holes.
0: Okay, I'm looking at, to all, I'm looking at. a diagram here that someone on Reddit made and he says all the movies are different timelines. Okay. It was submitted by a user named Yame no Matsu and this person surmises all the movies are on different timelines. Mm -hmm. Cloverfield 2008. 10 Cloverfield Lane 2016. Cloverfield Paradox Some Kind of Future Time. 20-something.
1: 2018.
0: And it says, The events of the Cloverfield Paradox rips holes in space-time and clovers deposit themselves across different worlds at different points in time. (laughs) The top comment on this says, Whether you love or hate the new Cloverfield, you have to admit, it's such an interesting and unique experience to see it come together.
1: Yeah. This has been. So, I mean, this is kind of where we're at with the needing this to sink in type situation. Smith,
0: Aaron Smith says Great diagram. Regarding the 2008 OG Cloverfield timeline, I read someone suggest that TCP brought the monsters into this timeline hundreds of years before the movie. What's TCP? I don't know. Tagorado Corporation? then it they live and grow up in the ocean before being awakened by the satellite. Mm-hmm. This way it still fits with the canon established from the original ARG. Because the n- the next Cloverfield movie, Overlord, takes place in like the 40s.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. So that's when the original thing happened. They're saying, yeah, maybe something the 40s, happened forties Is then. that when the atomic bomb was like created? Is that when they're was starting it, to Owen? split atoms? Yeah. Okay, so there's that. Um, you know what else was interesting? There's a part where Gugu's Ava's husband Gugu is uh, is with the girl. She he's like sheltering the girl from uh, clear and present danger, mm-hmm. and uh, we just see all the power go out around them, and then they're lit by what I think is the lights from this the space station from like the the second Cloverfield movie. Oh, you think it's like the big spaceship? Yeah, because it, it goes like white and then red. And wasn't that kind of the color scheme for the... Wasn't that the weird color scheme for the first one? When they're like scanning shit? Because it looked familiar for some reason. Because you could tell like all the... Here's the way I took it. Like all the man-made lights around them, all the human being lights around them go out and then they're being like pursued by something.
0: And in in Ten like, Cloverfield Lane?
1: No, in uh, the same ship or whatever as Ten Cloverfield Lane, but in the newest movie. Do you remember that part?
0: In this one? Yeah. When
1: when was that? When the when Gugu's husband and the little blonde girl are like when trying the, to get away yeah. from stuff, uh, and then all the lights go out and then it cuts oh, to the space station. right, 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 right. Remember? You feel <laughs>
0: like that lighting scheme is similar to the alien ship lighting scheme from 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yes. That's cool. Yeah. Shit. Still don't know what it means. So do you think it's possible that in this 2028 timeline mm-hmm. that it's, an, it's because he said, does does she know she's coming back to these things, uh, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe it's, it's a planet where like The Cloverfield monster and those fucking aliens from 10 Cloverfield. They could all be from the same place. Yeah.
1: Should ask him. Should
0: have one on. Okay. Someone here says, did they ever mention in the film that the paradox can cause time travel? They did say a rift in space and time. So that could make sense. Also, The new ARG apparently alluded to time travel I saw, but I was under the impression that time travel wasn't something that would occur, but I guess I'm wrong. Edit. Also, where do these monsters originate from? Has anything been confirmed, retconned? Because in the first one's ARG, it seemed clear that they were drilling into the monster and that woke it up, and that the monster had been there for quite some time. Not sure how a full-grown one came to be, But this picture makes some point of that. Someone here says, I lean towards the theory that the monsters come from another universe or timeline where they evolved, but then now got smashed into timelines and universes where humans evolved. A possibility brought up over here, maybe the monsters were sent back into the deep past of the original Cloverfield Earth, went underground, and then the drilling woke them
1: up. See, now we're getting too much into, like, what we've done on every other episode of Cloverfields, which is just like, it's just fan theories, yeah, trying to make it all make sense. Yes, the only connection that I know for sure was the connection between the first Cloverfield monster. And aside from that lighting scheme, I got nothing from the second. You know, because you can't see anything, right? And then the the only monster that we do see is at the end the monster that we see at the end is this gigantic, grandiose uh, version of the first monster because yeah. it kind of has the same like biomechanics in its head. It breathes the same way you could see the gills on the, the big, side of yeah, its the head, big gills. Uh, the mouth. Like it made it a point. It didn't just like monster just doesn't pop up and then it cuts the black. It made it a point you to get like, a good look at. Yeah. It. You look at this thing for a minute. Go ahead and look at it. Which looked really cool by the way. We, it was it's it's like a, awesome. it's a
0: super updated version of what the original one looked like. Yeah. And clearly bigger. Yeah. Way fucking bigger. Yeah. Stronger. Good like neck muscles. So we're definitely not seeing the original Cloverfield monster. But we're seeing a version of it. Uh-huh. And in the original Cloverfield, a lot of the stuff that was talked about by Drew Goddard, J.J., a lot of people behind the scenes, is that the Cloverfield monster from the first movie is just the baby. Yeah. And that there's got to be a mom or dad. Yeah. So conceivably what we're seeing is Clovey's parent. Like the mom or dad, because it's clearly a bigger version of the Cloverfield monster. Uh Which Which is another thing we can kind of at least surmise from one viewing of the film.
1: I mean, kind of, but I mean, that's saying that that thing that we saw for a second is definitely the first things mom or dad is also a little bit of a stretch for me right now, I guess. Because there's so many different things going on than right. what were all the shits from the second movie.
0: That's another thing. I mean, we're not we're not seeing we we have not seen a connection to the second film, uh-huh.
1: at least not an obvious one in Cloverfield Paradox. Right. Other than the fact that they went into a bunker and that kind of visually was similar. Right. And uh, I really wasn't looking around for clues too much. And well, they were also in a different part of the United States. <coughs> Amen
0: <laughs> right i'm just I'm really just trying to they
1: weren't in the south no,
0: where do you think they were owen
1: Ready? yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: the husband and the little girl East Coast. if he saw when I saw the trailer. And he looks out the window at that explosion. I thought that that was Manhattan. And they are in a a city. But it doesn't, there's no, by looking around the city, I'm not like, that's definitely Manhattan. Well, here's a, here's a comment from the Reddit thread. Read a the,
0: comment. The Cloverfield Paradox on r slash Cloververse. This is the Cloverfield Paradox film discussion thread. One user says, was the monster supposed to be the Cloverfield, to be Cloverfield from the first movie? Which doesn't make sense. Is he calling the monster Cloverfield? No, we're that's a first this. for me. The reason I didn't think it was a possible prequel was because the cell phones being used on Earth are modern. But I guess if this is an alternate
1: universe, anything is possible.
0: This is the answer to that, someone says. See, I don't that's think. That's
1: the thing. Like, why would there just be two units? It's too simple for it. There'd just be like. It's either this one, it's either Wall Ladies or Ava's, and that's. But it. I mean, the why? Places. Why can't there be multiple? No, like, that's what I'm saying. Right, prob- that's why there probably is. Right, and which, so you which think which it makes connecting everything impossible? You know, because this could have happened a million times. They've been testing that thing for for two months. Well, clearly though, the
0: connection is is that the space station has Tagrado connections Uh and there's a slusho bobblehead on the space station slusho is nothing man but slusho is is an in-universe i think tagrawato corporation yeah slusho is a subsidiary of tagrawato okay um someone here answered was the monster supposed to be cloverfield from the first movie he says i don't think so Near the end of the movie, one of the characters said something along the lines of, you're having her come back to these things, implying that there are more than one clover monster stomping around. Right. The next thing says, the reason I didn't think it was possibly a prequel is because all the cell phones being used on Earth are modern. The answer to this person says was, the first one was firmly set in 2008. The level of tech in this one suggests it's set even further in the future than 2018, or maybe an alternative universe because their world's energy crisis was much more severe than ours. Most people seem to agree that this is in the way, way in the future, set in the future. Okay.
1: If it was set in the future, then that could have been the same monster. So I think what we're coming
0: to the conclusion
1: of here is that there's
0: definitely more than one Cloverfield monster because uh-huh. this one's bigger. Yeah. And definitely this Higgs-Boson particle accelerator thing has opened up other dimensions. And conceivably, the Cloverfield monster is a result of dimension rips and dimension... you know, mishaps. Like, the Cloverfield monster could be a version of the lady in the wall, of the wall E lady. But it's just it was transported from some fucking crazy dimension into our ocean. Uh And then Tagorado found it and then built the drilling station and then tried to cover it up and then the tanker exploded because Clovey came out. So conceivably, Clovey is just a version of the wall lady, but just from a dimension of monsters.
1: Interesting. Interesting point. Did the monster also recognize Ava? The best friend from <laughs> Earth. But no he one recognizes the monster. Yeah. The monster is like spawned with this like space track suit on, like it's part of the crew.
0: <laughs> Someone's <laughs> this comment is here. On the,
1: on the name tag. <laughs> Someone's
0: comment here says, It was a fun ride with an awesome ending. Does it have problems? You bet your clover ass it does. Oh
1: boy. Oh boy do we say stuff like that?
0: Oh shit, someone here is saying are the worms from the Cloverfield paradox what end up attacking
1: earth in 10 Cloverfield Lane? That I thought that too because when they step on them, they raise up and they had like weird it's like goo. Yeah. And uh the worms are like aggressive. Yeah. And then if you look at the monsters in 10 Cloverfield Lane like they're definitely earthworm like.
0: And in 10 Cloverfield Lane the guy, what's his name? The guy that's in the bunker with John Goodman and and uh, my name is Earl. <laughs> he kind of Emmett. Like that. His name Emmett, is Emmett. Emmett, that one. He says one of one of John Goodman's theories is that they're mutant space worms. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. Is that the Ten Cloverfield
1: Lane connection? The worms that they step on are the 10 Cloverfield Lane Connection. And also maybe the light thing. Because I'm doubling down on the
0: light. Okay, here's what someone else says. I still think the first two movies take place in different dimensions. There's no mention of the events in the other movie. And the space station falls to Earth in Jensen's dimension. That's Wall Lady. Her name is Jensen. So, Clover, Cloverfield could have taken place in Jensen's dimension and 10 Cloverfield Lane in Ava's dimension. Mm-hmm. So,
1: maybe. Because John Goodman was talking about the Russians, too. Right.
0: And he. That guy who wrote the Cloverfield paradox is totally his brother. Because they have the same last name. One of them is Howard Stambler, and this guy is Kevin Stambler. Didn't or something. you say
1: that that was not was was that the guy in the news?
0: Yeah, the guy that was reading the cl- talking about the Cloverfield paradox. It yeah. said his name. It said Stambler, something Stambler. Oh, okay. <clears throat> <sighs> okay. So, now that we have figured it all out. That's that. Thanks for listening. To
1: Welcome back. no I mean really
0: what we're looking at here is I think I think each Cloverfield movie uh-huh. is going to be just di- a different dimension of Earth yeah and you know maybe the Cloverfield monster at the end of this one. Is just Paramount giving us what we wanted in Ten Cloverfield Lane, mm-hmm. which was a fucking version of the Cloverfield monster. Like we wanted to see the Cloverfield monster, yeah, and we didn't get it. And some people were disappointed, but it was still a great movie. Right, didn't matter that there wasn't a Clovey in it. And I even remember saying at some point, I like this. That movie would have been perfect had we gotten the Cloverfield monster. Uh-huh. But we didn't, and that was fine. So maybe just the Cloverfield monster in this movie is Paramount giving us the Cloverfield monster because we wanted to see it again. Yeah. But really, it's a standalone yeah. movie in the Cloverfield anthology series mm-hmm. that explains why they're all called Cloverfield. Yeah. Which is because they're all connected by this Cloverfield, this Taguroado. like experiment that happened in 2028 or whatever Hmm. which ends up causing the events that occur in each cloverfield movie in different dimensions
1: then it's weird that it wouldn't have been the same that it it would be so closely why wouldn't it be a completely different alien monster
0: i think the reason why is because the explanation for the Cloverfield monster at all mm-hmm. is that it has come from a different dimension of Earth. Mm-hmm. So what we got from the first Cloverfield movie is the Cloverfield monster appearing on our Earth from a different dimension because of the events of the Cloverfield Paradox. Okay, And what we're seeing at the end of the Cloverfield Paradox is just another example of that monster coming back from a diff- from its dimension into another earth dimension. Right. That's my that's my theory. Okay. I mean again, we're just nerds talking about nerdy shit. That's
1: basically it.
0: And if we really, I mean, for all we know, that's definitely not what it is and and really all we're seeing is like Paramount gave us the Cloverfield monster.
1: Yeah. I didn't see one bottle
0: of swamp pump. <laughs> it's not in game, man.
1: Yeah, it's particular film.
0: So here's what someone else says really quick. Samurai Flamenco says, Ooh, man, I can't believe it. It was enjoyable enough. Definitely disappointed the ties slash Easter eggs to the first movie weren't a bit stronger since the marketing seemed to imply we'd get more of an actual explanation for Clover's rampage with the deep-sea drilling and tido wave stuff, though there was the Tagorado logo on the box on the wall when the magnet shit happened. It was definitely more than a bit confusing slash messy. I'm not a big fan of time travel slash paradox slash et stuff in general and space isolation horror slash disaster movie films in general. Um, so this guy doesn't I'm, like movies. I'm
1: No, in all honesty, I'm completely with this person. You're with
0: that person? You're not into that genre?
1: Because I kind of think that the interdimensional thing is just the, I don't know who the fuck I am, but it's kind of just an easy way. To explain weird shit? Yeah. I get that I mean that's okay
0: yeah yeah I mean it I definitely can see that as an easy way to explain weird shit it's I think for me my the best the way that I feel good about that is that in our logical life yeah currently there there really aren't many unexplainable things Uh we've got a lot figured out about science and the planet and whatever but there's still so much we don't understand about theories of other dimensions, theories of what particle acceleration can do, mm-hmm. theories of deep space, etc. cetera. And I think that when you start to introduce the idea of alternate dimensions and space in like a sci-fi setting, you start to get as close as you possibly can to a potential real explanation for maybe aliens existing. Okay. Maybe cool shit existing. So I think it's like the last plausible thing we have as humans oh. to explain a potential unexplainable space thing. Sure. That's why I feel good about it. Yeah, that's that's good. Cuz I mean the go- when we do ghost movies it's like we have no basis of ghosts anymore. Well, like we've gotten to a point where like everyone has one of these fucking things, uh-huh. a cell phone with a fucking camera on it. Yeah. And if ghosts were real, we'd have the real footage by now. OK, like aliens. I'm OK with because maybe we can't capture it. They're so fast. They're invisible. Whatever. Ghosts. If if ghosts have been what we've always talked about, they are, which is a little kid walking down a hallway or a man's hand turning the light switch <laughs> on and off. <laughs> then why don't we have better footage and pictures of that somebody snap it (laughs) no one has that so this is the closest we get to cool spacey stuff so that's why I'm okay with it anyway this person says they're not a big fan of those types of movies and they said movies like The Martian and Gravity freak me the fuck out he says still a neat movie and my baby at the end yeehaw (laughs) edit as people noted it's probably too big to be Clover himself but still hype that being said Overlord's ARG better have actual content in it the ARG really helps set the hype for these movies, and this one barely had anything.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So maybe, yeah, maybe the the ARG that's currently happening yeah ten twenty eight or ten eighteen twenty eight or whatever the fuck that site is. Mm-hmm. Maybe this will still the ARG is ongoing into Warlord ten 18, or Overlord twenty eight. Yeah, that's the new site people have been getting like the new the latest
1: movie information so from. So this movie takes place in 2028. It must 28. be.
0: It must be. Yeah. Okay.
1: So it's definitely the future. So that I mean, yeah, I'm going my brain my brain's going to blow up. It's a lot. It's a lot. I don't I just don't understand how people could be like well, okay, it's definitely not the Cloverfield monster from the first movie. Right, because that move that monster would be. Never mind. Well,
0: somebody know. somebody said here in this thread also that I kind of glossed over. So if that monster was alive that, for
1: ten years, that everybody would be dead. Well,
0: but that's the thing. Like potentially, it is the same monster, grown up, bigger. Yeah. Uh-huh. But where? What, what did it just go hide somewhere? Did it go back to the ocean? They would have definitely talked. They would have that. definitely talked about that, and they definitely would have been like. The incident that happened in New York. Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. They didn't do that in 10 Cloverfield Lane, and they didn't do it in this. Yeah. So, here's a comment that might lead into what we're talking about really quick. Chill Phil, which is a great name on Reddit, says, This is kind of a prequel to the 2008 Cloverfield. It may be set in the same universe, but it most certainly does not precede the events of Cloverfield 2008. Uh-huh. Why? Why? Two major reasons are, one, the time period. The film is so obviously takes place way too far in the future, so there's no possible way it could be set in 2008 like the first film. There's no such evidence to support this, or there's so much evidence to support this. Fast 3D printing guns, anyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The technology showcased throughout the film proved that this was most certainly not 2008. Even if we assume that somehow at the end, Ava is crashing her pod down to a 2008 Earth, which would make that final phone call of her husband getting mad redundant. This still can't cause the events we see in the first Cloverfield because, two, the ending when the A- when Ava's pod crashes into Earth and it Im- when the Ava cro- pod crashes into Earth and it immediately awakens Clovey. No, not what we saw in the video recording at the end of Cloverfield. In that timeline universe, Earth, the pod or satellite crashed into the ocean as we see from the Ferris Wheel video, but Clovey doesn't awaken and attack for some number of days later. Saying slash advertising this film as a true prequel to the first Cloverfield is a flat-out lie, and the advertising shouldn't have even hinted at such. Sure, it was neat to see how this could have caused the attack on some alternate planet slash dimension, but using the original Cloverfield film footage in the Super Bowl trailer was misleading bullshit.
1: A little bit of internet for you right here at the end.
0: Edit. Wisdom from reading this thread slash Discord and shout out to Deadpool27 has led me to believe this simple film, this simply film simply struck something in the universal timeline so that the past, present, and future timelines all now have monster clovies of all shapes and sizes. If you imagine space and time like a field, this movie showed how that field turned into a clover field.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: (laughs) So I I suppose this movie barely scratches by as a prequel to the original. Just expected more clarity. But hey, that's JJ for you.
1: Yeah, I kind of get it. Probably. What else he got?
0: Clover was already awake. We saw her walking in the smoke when Michael found the girl. The end, I think, was their pod crashing into a much larger version of Clover that caused it to rear up in surprise or pain. That does make a lot of sense, but if that's the case, then it still doesn't explain why or how Clover was awakened in the first place, and more importantly, whether this is an alternate Earth or the same one in Cloverfield. How is Clover still alive after all this time? Did the bombings at the end of the first film not kill it? That's fine if we assume so. Okay, no, there's so there's no
1: way it's the same thing. Because when they're talking about... Uh, unless they... Oh, man.
0: Well, I mean, at the end of Cloverfield, there's that backwards message that says it's still alive.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. In the Cloverfield particle, they say she's coming down on the Delaware coast. They ain't the satellite. That ain't the satellite and that ain't baby Clovey boy.
1: <laughs>
0: and the tech is easy. Hamilton's husband is a doctor and she works for NASA. Easy to have enough money to buy a smartphone and on the ship. Okay, whatever. Okay, so that's it. I mean, the thing is, is like no matter what, we're looking at different timelines in each Cloverfield movie. Or we're looking at different dimensions in each Cloverfield movie. Right. And it just so I mean, I I I kind of feel good about The idea that the Cloverfield monster is, it just comes from a different dimension. Yeah. And it it was brought into Earth with this, like, God particle thing. Dude,
1: I would still love, like, I mean, this is different. This is a different movie, but I would still love, like, a different camera. From the first clover yeah they attack. kept they
0: talked about that that might be a sequel yeah or
1: I would still I would still love like footage that someone took like news footage from the day after yeah you know yeah and this kind of doesn't satisfy any of that stuff it just kind of shows you how these things could live on our earth could come to live on our earth so that's cool but um it is cool. I'm just very tired. It's
0: interesting. It's just... It's interesting that... Of every prediction I've read on on how these films connect, Uh what this movie did was gave us a completely new idea. Like, I'll give it that. Like, we don't... I mean, we we did consider that because the movie was God Particle that there might be different dimensional things. and Whatever. But it definitely went into a direction that is... Still unclear Uh and still worthy of being discussed and talked about and and picked apart and and theorized about. Great. Which which brings me to this final comment here from The Humulus, our lord and savior. (laughs) He says, Current belief, clovers are non-intelligent alien life forms. Clovers are bred by an intelligent alien life form on planets with large amounts of water, including Earth, likely unbeknownst to humans. An unspecified amount of time in the future, Earth suffers an energy crisis. For ease of reference, we'll just say this happens in 2035. The Shepherd is successfully activated, but overloads, resulting in multiple dimensions, which I will refer to as A through D. But more dimensions are possible, and likely, like we talked about, Mike. assuming the man who wrote the cloverfield paradox is correct on all these theories the dimension split caused breaks at different points in time not all in 2035 hamilton from dimension a which is gugu is thrust into dimension b along with the others on her space station when this occurs the space station in dimension b is destroyed with part of it falling into earth b and another part being sent to dimension c in 2007 where it lands seemingly, seemingly harmlessly in the ocean near New York. At this same time, Clover C.'s mother is removed from her dimension and placed into dimension A. Clover C. awakens and begins looking for its mother. One month later, the events of Cloverfield take place. Dimension D is created from 2016, with this dimension having the aliens return to Earth sooner than in the other dimensions for unknown reasons. Whether the Clover species is awakened and or utilized is unknown as the aliens' exact plans. In Dimension A, Clover sees Mother arrives, as do others of her species by methods of unknown. They begin attacking various locations around the world. It is unlikely that any Clover incidents have
1: occurred in Dimension B yet. Did the part of this the shepherd with the worms the weird worms fall to earth
0: potentially yeah okay i like this theory i think this theory is really cool it means that maybe the clover monsters are from the aliens from 10 cloverfield lane's dimension Uh and in 10 cloverfield lane they're coming to earth to like get them back or something but they don't find them
1: so they just start killing humans yeah cuz they do they do have a uh, the aliens from 10 Cloverfield Lane are they work with a purpose. Right. Like they they scan the earth, you know. And they
0: send little drones down to yeah. like wipe and clean out and Yeah. And they search like know what they're searching
1: for for Yeah. Ship. Yeah.
0: So potentially those aliens are like where the fuck did our clovers go? Yeah. And I like the idea that the mother is sent to dimension A from this movie. And then the baby is sent to dimension
1: D Uh or C. Did they ever mention why they had the earthworms on board? Probably some experiment or something. Yeah, but probably some experiment are like, they were very important. Because when they went missing, dude was like, "Where are these worms?"
0: He was pretty concerned about it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, a lot of times in
0: real space exploration and space missions, I'll they'll some worms. They'll bring like a bunch of shit because it's like, why waste a trip to space and not like test out a bunch of other things? Sure. So, like conceivably, the worms are just part of a different experiment. Okay. That was kind of inconsequential. It Didn't really matter. Okay. But I like this theory. It means that the events of this film created an interdimensional time paradox which created four to infinite separate timelines mm-hmm. that all connect via this like weird planet where these clover monsters come from. Cool. Huh. Um All right. Anyway, yeah. What we do know for sure is is that we watched the movie. Mike and I both enjoyed it. Enjoyed it definitely it. is not without its problems. Like, really quick, we can talk about how Chris O'Dowd's lines were pretty cringeworthy.
1: That's pretty much, uh, upon the first viewing, that was... That's pretty much all that got my goat Same. a little bit.
0: It's like re- It was, like, too much. Yeah. Like, he,
1: every time we saw him, he had one bad, like, a very bad comedy line. So much so that I was expecting any of the other characters on the space station to, at any minute, be like, Hey, man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, why didn't that happen? I don't know. Although Give he did get one good line that
0: we all laughed at, which is when his other dimension arm wrote a note for them yeah. and he said what did he say Owen like
1: my I, we listened to my arm yeah listening. something
0: about like I'm glad we listened to my arm or something yeah whatever it was funny that was a good line yeah but yeah that's really the, that was really the only issue I had with it I mean obviously it's it's got some issues it's not a perfect movie.
1: It's very nice, though very fun.
0: But it's it it like I Worth said. Saying. As soon as I was done watching it, I I definitely felt like if you take out the Cloverfield stuff, mm-hmm. that's like a good episode of Black Mirror. Sure, or like a cool Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely Twilight Zoneish. And that's what that's all I want out of these Cloverfield movies, right? Because I, I felt the same way about Ten Cloverfield Lane, even though it didn't overtly connect to the first Cloverfield movie, yeah. it still felt like a really cool, self-contained like Twilight Zone yeah. thing. And Definitely. I think that if that's what J.J. is going for, which it seems like it really is, uh-huh. then like succeed, successful. Yeah. Great. He made like a cool anthology series of movies, three so far, uh-huh. with a fourth one coming this year that are all really cool anthology style, Black Mirror, Twilight Zone style things, and that's awesome. Go see him. And it just so happens that like, some things are connected in some way That we don't really know yet Yeah. And was it a little bit deceiving? Was the Super Bowl trailer a bit deceiving? Yeah, maybe
1: All Super Bowl commercials are deceiving <laughs> So why are you up this one's ass?
0: And was the
1: f- 10 Cloverfield Lanes marketing the- a
0: bit deceiving too? Yeah
1: Tide was only deceiving this year <laughs> Right? And that's you see the thing. any of the other Tide commercials? I haven't. But oh, I heard all well, about I heard all about it. Yeah, it's its whole thing.
0: So I mean, but, but even like with Ten Cloverfield Lane, you know nobody knew what they were expecting from mm-hmm. that movie. They just saw the Cloverfield logo in the same font as the first Cloverfield movie. Yeah. And it's a Paramount movie and there's some sort of mysterious thing happening. So People who don't, who didn't follow the ARG or know anything about the first Cloverfield movie, could just assume that they were that they were making a, a sequel to Cloverfield. Sure. But when they saw it, the average moviegoer who kind of heard about Cloverfield or maybe saw it when it came out in theaters and that's it, uh-huh. came out of Ten Cloverfield Lane and was probably like, "Why the fuck is this called Cloverfield? Is it not?" a sequel to Cloverfield? Like, they probably went through the entire movie and oh. then were like, why is this Cloverfield?
1: I'm getting bored out of my mind, if we're being honest. So basically what I'm saying is is Cloverfield that Cloverfield too much? <laughs> too basically times.
0: what I'm saying is, what I'm summing up is, is that the marketing for each one of these movies has been confusing... <laughs> and deceptive. <laughs> and slightly deceptive. But good movie. But at the end of the day, an enjoyable movie. The end. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, that's it, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. We did what the we did Chicago an... Sun says confusing, deceptive, and good. <laughs> deceptive, confusing, but good. Yeah. Yeah. Still waiting for our bobbleheads. Well, what about
0: the game? The ARG? Yeah. Well, it's still going on. I mean, we were talking about it already, but it's still going on and conceivably will connect to Overlord, or Overlord, which is the next movie. So anyway, the ARG continues. The new Cloverfield movie is out. Watch it as many times as you want. It's on Netflix. That's fucking rad. I'm probably going to watch it again.
1: Yeah, man. Right now.
0: Um, let's watch it right now, Mike. Fired up. So anyway, guys, thank you for listening. Sorry if those of you who saw a new Dynamic Banter episode were expecting a bunch of bits. Uh, <laughs> but it turns out we just needed to nerd out and do a Cloverfields episode this for the people. pretty good. Um, oh man yeah we got some real good bits in there with the text stuff Let's go
1: back and listen to that a bunch of
0: times um, but listen if you guys you know whatever this is the last time we're gonna do this probably be- unless there's another Cloverfield movie and then we'll probably do it again then but from, from here until the next one you're getting nothing but fucking bits alright so enjoy this nerdy ass episode of Mike and I being nerds we did it Um. so Mike yeah you know what you know what this means. Are you gonna ask me when I have shows coming up? No, don't worry. I'm not gonna make you do that. Okay, good. This means that we have to do a commentarium. Oh, okay. We have to bring in someone.
1: Who maybe we maybe we could get Gugu. Maybe we could get Chris O'Dowd. We'll see who's available. Chris O'Dowd seems available.
0: All right. Who can? Who do we know that can do a god Irish? Irish <laughs> or, accent I know an Irish person You do know an actual Irish person? I know one
1: actual Irish person Great we
0: person. got Chris O'Dowd guys We're gonna have him on the we'll commentary like, <laughs> Next week <laughs> Alright guys well thank you for listening to this very special Potentially very boring episode of Dynamic Banter It's
1: a Christmas episode
0: Merry Christmas And also <laughs> uh, follow. go to MikeFalzone.com To learn about all of his upcoming shows and shit And um,
1: tweet at us your theories about the movie Sure I thank think you for Thank you for tweeting us all the updates today. Yeah. It's very exciting to watch this with you guys. I took a break from the internet while you were. Yeah, I saw it. it you did. In fact, I can play that text if you'd like. <laughs> Dude, that blew my mind today, learning that you could do that. Here you go. Here's Mike's message about that.
2: <laughs> okay. There's going to be so many annoying tweets until then. <laughs> I'm turning off Twitter.
1: I'm <laughs> <laughs> turning off Twitter. The oldest
0: man thing to say. Um. Anyway, so... uh. Yes so thanks for thanks for listening guys and we're glad we could participate in this nerd out episode of dynamic banter and um yeah tweet at us your theories about the movie and any potential links and such and
1: please do and if you're anything if, in graph form
0: anything in graph form or anything that explains things in a better way that we couldn't cover here because we're idiots <laughs> um <laughs> let us know and uh yeah keep going with the arg as well and keep us updated there if you'd like and then maybe we'll do a little uh, recap yeah. of the next couple episodes i'd be just so.
1: interested to know if people liked it
0: it I seems thought it was like cool. I'm it, not
1: a big movie person anymore and I I liked it as a movie. I, so,
0: I, it seems like the 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 response is mixed. Okay. It seems well, like Well, I mean, it's
1: the internet, so. Right. Um
0: but I mean, you know, 10 Cloverfield Lane had a pretty across the board uh happy, excited response. That was a cool movie. There definitely were people who were upset it didn't connect to the first one or whatever, but uh-huh. um but I mean, look, 10 Cloverfield Lane is just a better movie sure in a lot of ways but this well, movie is still good john goodman's in it i mean yeah and it's and mew and T- dan trachtenberg and, and giant Worms. it's just a great movie i mean it's just an enjoy a very enjoyable movie and this one was just like a lot of fun yeah cool but you know whatever anyway so there is accents. a di- there is it is divisive but sure. but you know whatever every movie is i guess great all right guys well thanks for listening to Dynamic Banter, to clover Cloverfields, and we'll catch you on Friday with a brand new regular episode of this goddamn show.
2: <laughs> that was a HeadGum Podcast.